I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. You know, what is going on in your life that you wish was just a little bit different? And can I give you a tool and some training that might allow you to explore, expand, and maybe improve that part of your life? If you can be in that focused, calm state for seven minutes a day, that's what matters. You can practice for longer, but if you can clock seven minutes of being in that high focus, calm state, that's what we see correlate with better outcomes as it relates to anxiety, as it relates to burnout, as it relates to well-being. But just mastering yourself a little bit better, it's fulfilling in and of itself, and it has downstream effects in, in everything that we do. That, everyone, is Max Newland. He's the president of BrainCo, a company that brings cutting-edge science, engineering, and algorithm development to address real-world challenges. The Focus Calm product is their most well-known product that came out of the Harvard Innovation Lab in 2019. And what this thing does is, when you wear this sensor on your head, paired with this application on your phone, you get actual brain training at home. In this episode, we talk about how the tech works, how it benefits, and that key sweet spot number of seven minutes of day in a focused, calm state will improve your life. It will help you sleep better. It will help you deal with stress and manage anxiety. You know, what I always look to when it comes to biohacking is what are the tools that are the most powerful, the most effective, that are going to be consistent no matter where you are in your life. And as we gravitate away from chemicals and pharmaceuticals and more towards technology like this, I think that this is a really compelling device. Uh, I've not tried it yet, but you can try it if you go to focuscalm.com and use the code OPP and you'll get $20 off. You know, if there was something uh, that you could do daily that would make you better in everything in your life, you would do it, right? For seven minutes, you could go longer, you could go for 20. But if there was something that was really effective, really consistently, you would probably be able to spend a couple bucks to make that happen. And I think that once you hear uh, how Max uh, talks about how this has affected children's ability to focus and how it's helped pro athletes become uh, higher performers in their in their day-to-day and nine-to-fivers, normal people like you and me who just want to be happier and healthier and have their brain work for them instead of against them, I think it's all wrapped up into this. We talk about so many of the cool details, how it works, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. As always, you can go to seanmccormick.com. I invite you to go to seanmccormick.com. Look at the show archives. Look at the biohacking equipment with a bunch of discounts included. And if you're interested in working with me personally, I, get, I offer a free 30 to 45-minute coaching intake session uh, where we will talk about what you're dealing with, what goals you have, and put a plan in place to help you improve your life. Super excited to hear from you. Please take me up on this offer. It's free. No matter where you are in the world, I have clients in India, clients in Germany. Um, Hit me up. All right, everybody. I'm super excited to bring this episode to you. I know that you're going to get a ton out of it. And uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Max Newland. Welcome, everyone, to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level, plus cutting-edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. And I'm here with Max Newland, who's the president of BrainCo. Max, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you very much. 
So I would love for you to just explain all of the different things that you're working on over there, because rather than start granular, I want to start more broad. What the heck are you cooking up or cooking up <laughs> over there in Boston, man? Lay it on us. I'll do my best to explain. Branco is a brain machine interface company, which means we develop technology that connects what's going on inside your mind, inside your brain to the world around you. And we develop these fundamental technologies for brain-machine interface, or sometimes we'll use the term brain-computer interface, and apply them to a variety of industries, of, for applications, for different spaces, including prosthetics for amputees. So we've developed uh, BCI-inspired control systems that allow amputees to have individual finger control over their prosthetic hand which is an industry first. It allows them to go rock climbing, to play the guitar, to play the piano, to you know carry, read books, turn pages, do everything that you or I would do um, if we didn't have a, a limb difference. We also apply that same BCI technology to the education space to teach students about neuroscience, about prosthetics, about uh, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and what their future holds for them if they explore this path. And then we also apply BCI technology to help people train their brains for better focus in a calmer mind using our FocusCom headband and mobile app where we have elite athletes, experienced meditators, and people who just want a bit more focus and calm in their lives, learning to train their brains in just a few minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Well done. You've, you've meant you've, you've given that pitch before. It's uh, <laughs> it yeah, it's well it. practiced. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious about, let's start with focus calm. Um, you know, I've done neurofeedback before, uh, you know, I've done the Wavi brain mapping and so forth. And I have my experience and I know that, you know, the, a lot of folks who, ha who are suffering from, you know, depression, anxiety, uh, brain injury have, have, have received a lot of benefits. It, it, maybe connect the dots is, is yeah. the focus calm with the wearable and the app? Is it classical sort of neurofeedback? How is it different? Yeah, so it's not classical neurofeedback. Neurofeedback is one of the main core pillars of the product. And the headband itself is using EEG technology, which is typically used in neurofeedback to measure the electrical activity coming from your brain and quantify your brain state uh, based on how relaxed and at ease your mind is, or on the other end of the spectrum, how active or anxious or stressed your mind is. So you are getting that feedback from the app with your focus calm score, which goes from zero to 100. A really high score means your brain looks zen and calm. A really low score means maybe a bit too active, but that's only one component. We do want to give people that tangible, uh, quantifiable feedback, but where we take a different angle on this is using a toolbox approach or toolbox method. So in focus calm, you have a toolbox where you can learn from expert meditators. You can learn from sports psychologists that work with elite athletes. You can learn from breathing experts that work with a bunch of professional sports teams. You can do the more traditional classical neurofeedback training that people might be familiar with. And we also layer on top executive function training for things like memory, attention, decision-making, et cetera. And the approach and the paths that users go through is really based on what they're trying to get out of it. But our kind of thesis is there's a lot of way to train your brain. Neurofeedback is core, 
because you want to be able to measure things and see how your brain is changing over time and use neurofeedback in its more traditional sense to help people access these states. But there's a lot of ways to train your brain. What we've done is created this toolbox where people can find what works for them and then use the headband and the neurofeedback to measure what's working to get their brain into the state that they want to be in. Mm. So within the use of the wearable in tandem with the app, is it the type of experience where with similarly to neurofeedback that it's not just it's not just getting information what's going on for your brain it's actually providing that sort of uh that actual feedback where it's doing something to your brain to improve that score or to or to be to 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 ease i'm using the wrong terminology but is that is it is that so so not only is it tracking but it's also helping you sort of uh prime or improve your brainwave states yeah, yeah. I, I think the um, the concept that we use is learn, practice, challenge. So the first thing that users will go through when they use Focus Calm is they learn these techniques, meditation techniques, breathing techniques, sports psychology mindset training to understand how they can get into a better state of mind. While they're learning from these experts, they're seeing how those techniques are changing their brain because they're wearing the headband. They can see their focus calm score change second by second. So first they learn, we teach them how to do it. We teach them these techniques. In the second phase, we have neurofeedback games where it's more like what you're, you're getting at here, where you will practice what you just learned, except the training wheels are off. There's no coach there or a, or a meditation teacher giving you instruction. You're playing a game where, for example, in order to get a rocket ship to fly higher, you have to get back into that brain state that you just learned from that you just learned from the meditation teacher or the breathing expert. The more you can get into that brain state, the higher your focus calm score goes, the more points you'll get, the higher the rocket ship will fly, et cetera. And then the last step will give people different challenges where they have to use their executive functions. They have to play brain games that maybe people have seen before that really tax your memory or tax your attention. And in order to get a high score, you have to complete the task well and stay calm at the same time. And this is the really... I think pivotal step or dif differentiator or change that we're bringing to the space where relaxation and meditation is good. Being able to apply it in high pressure situations is better. Mm -hmm. So this really kind of gets at transferring the skills from meditation and even from neurofeedback into more active settings because work is stressful. Uh, competition can be stressful. How can we transfer these abilities um, and that's that's in, in big part what we learn from doing work with Formula Medicine, which is the organization that uh, does the mental skills training and medical services for most of the F1 teams and the F1 drivers. Hmm. This episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast is brought to you by Ice Barrel. That's right. You know, maybe you are taking cold showers at home. Maybe you are trying to get that cold exposure, but you just don't have a big enough unit to actually get the full benefits. Well, Ice Barrel is a cold therapy training tool that makes it easy to bring ice baths into your routine. And unlike the bathtub or other um, cold immersion devices, you're upright. So your back is straight, which is a totally different response than laying down on your back in some of the other cold immersion devices. So why would you do it? better recovery and performance, improved mood and brain function, alleviate depression and anxiety, activating the nervous system, pain management, inflammation reduction, and heart rate variability improvements. I mean, when you really stack it up, this is about the most 
simple and consistent way for you to get some perspective in your life. And you can get 100% satisfaction, 30-day money-back guarantee. And if you want to make payments on it, that's cool too. You can go as low as $90 a month using their platform, Klarna, which breaks it up into payments. Again, go to icebarrel.com forward slash OPP, and you'll get $125 off when you use the code OPP. Super awesome to have these guys sponsor the podcast. I'm a big fan of the product. So check it out. So above and beyond a shift in breath technique, above and beyond, you know, using meditation teachers to use techniques to, to improve that brain state, what's the application when it comes to performance? You know, are we talking about visualizing, you know, juggling? Is it like, are you going through your golf swing? Like what, where, where does that, how does the training What's the training experience like above and beyond breath and, you know, meditation? That's such an awesome question. Um, In the app, and actually, let me um, take a step back. We work with some really high level uh, sports performance coaches or sports psychologists that have, you know, some of the best athletes in the world uh, training with them. For example, in golf or in tennis or in basketball, baseball, et cetera. Um, And they value this kind of foundational brain training that we're talking about, right? The breathing exercises, um, the meditation techniques, reinforcing those with the neurofeedback. But what they really care about is what's specific to their sport and their athletes. And so there's a few ways that uh, we go about, we go about doing that. One is there's a feature in the app where you can put the headband on and see your focus calm score second by second, and then go about and do your business. So we have um, NBA teams that will wear the headband and do free throw shots while they're just tracking their focus calm state. And then the sports psychology, a sports psychologist or the mental skills coaches there to understand how their brain states are changing in different environments. Maybe they'll provide distractions to try to uh, distract the player and measure how their brain states are changing in different scenarios. So there's a kind of like a sandbox that people can play in to understand how their brain is in different scenarios. In addition to that, we do have sports specific content. So for example, we work with the USA bobsled and skeleton team, and we just added some content where you have point of view footage going down the tracks. So if you're opening the app and you have the headband on, anyone can do this, but this is, we built this specifically for the bobsled and skeleton team, but this is available for everyone that that has the app. You can see the tracks. You can imagine and visualize what it's like to be an Olympic bobsled or skeleton um, team member while you're wearing the headband. And the idea is we're trying to, again, transfer the ability to stay calm and focused in that sweet spot while you're in this kind of high pressure or simulating this high pressure situation. Um, so to kind of go back and, and answer your question, there's a way to explore all different types of things with the tracker. And then we also do have sports specific or situation specific content to replicate those different scenarios that these, that people will encounter throughout their day. Hmm. So if I'm an archer and I want to improve my arc, my archery accuracy, and I'm wearing the headband and seeing what my brain is doing it second to second, it's measuring it and tracking it. Then, then that's a, that's a, it's a physical application, an actual application within the training of this. And, and, and I use, I use archery because we're talking about like, you know, focus and execution. Um, then 
based on what I learn about like when perhaps I pull back the bow or, you know, when my last breath comes out before I release, you know, before I let it go loose, like then, then based on the feedback and the information that I'm getting within the app, then I can make, then I can employ new techniques or strategies within how I'm doing that thing to elevate my score so that the actual performance is better. Totally. And even before you go and you approach your bow, what is your mindset? So we work with some uh, national archery teams and it's, it is during the actual, um, the actual archery practice, but it's also as I get ready, what is my mindset before I go and perform? And do can I find different ways of eliciting this ideal setting, this ideal mindset to perform? Am I able to also, after I perform, downregulate and uh, get back into a state of calm, whether I made a mistake or not, who knows? But can I can I learn more about myself and can I learn more about what works for me? One of the one of the key insights is everyone's different. Right. There are things that are going to work for you that are not going to work for me that are not, that are going to work for someone else. And when you're measuring your brain activity, you can find what those things are. I think that's that's one of the key insights. Yeah, that, that's that's I'm curious about that, too, because there are you know, there there are best practices for archery. Right. Where do you fear? Where do your feet go? You know, how how high up you hold or whatever. But I might be really good at archery thinking about cheeseburgers <laughs> that might really improve my score. But yeah. someone else, you know, thinks about a waterfall or, or, you know, repeats, you know, uh, Hare Krishna while, you know, before they release and, and we can, uh, we can tinker around with those and, and, and get real time feedback to say, well, just so happens that when I think about cheeseburgers, my score really improves uh, for one person, but the other's like, no, I, I just got to do, you know, heart chakra activations or whatever. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Wow. The I'm curious about um for the lay person who's maybe not an elite athlete, um, you know, for someone who like why would someone why would why would the average consumer who works a nine to five from a home office and has a couple of kids and Mm -hmm. likes barbecuing, uh but also, you know, wants to be more fit or more motivated or, or, or more mentally organized or disciplined or sleep better mm-hmm. or whatever. They have these, these, they have the, their own personal goals that are not Olympic level or F1. So what, what might a unacclimated person, what might motivate them to experiment with this? Does it enrich their life? Does it make them a happier person? Does it, you know, mm-hmm. does it, does it improve their IQ scores? Like, I'm just curious about for anybody listening, like why they would want to screw yeah. with this at all. Yeah. You know, what is common between an F1 driver and an everyday person? What's common between them is their brain and their mindset dictates their life. Mm. For an F1 driver, they're in a very high pressure situation going 200 miles an hour. Their mindset's going to dictate their performance. And even their safety, I guess, too, if they don't if they don't make a mistake. For an everyday person, your mindset dictates the quality of your interactions. If you get home from work feeling exhausted, or if you get home from work with enough energy to spend more time with your kids and your family, your mindset dictates how you deal with the anxieties and stress of being a person or difficulties falling asleep, like you're mentioning. 
right? Your mindset is the is the lens at which you're looking through the world and it colors your experience 100%. So by even just learning about your mindset, you're going to make discoveries which will help you. By training your mindset, learning from experts who have spent decades understanding these practices and the impact they have on our biology, on our brains, on our lives, on our perspectives, you're going to gain a lot of benefit and skills that you otherwise wouldn't have had. If we distill it just down into the ability to become calm, that is a great skill. How many of us deliberately practice that skill? And what would it do for us if we could get better at that? Mm-hmm. Not even talking about you know driving 200 miles an hour, being a professional athlete, but just mastering yourself a little bit better. It's fulfilling in and of itself, and it has downstream effects in, in everything that we do. You know, I've done I've done episodes over the years on uh, you know cutting edge science and and medical devices. You know, neurostimulation with Fisher Wallace. I don't know where it's back there somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, VR to yeah. X Y Z. And what is becoming more and more clear, and I realize that I'm at I'm not at the cutting edge. I just have cutting edge conversations. But what I'm learning is that the treatments in the future for depression, anxiety, hypertension, um, you know, recovering from brain injury, sleep, you know, sleep improvements are going to move away from pills and chemicals. They're going to move away from, from the sort of prescriptive and, and chemical intervention and move into light and sound, um, um, you know, digital technology and, and it's to me, to me, that is like the first things you do. You know, you start with breath work, you go for a walk, you know, you play with your dog, you know, you stop eating sugar, you do all this stuff, working your way along the line, improving exercise, you know, um, then tinkering around with like a weighted blanket for your sleep, etc. And then further down the, the, the stream from that is, is, is technology like this before you sign up to take tranquilizers every night to go to sleep. So I don't know if you have, I don't know if that, I mean, of course it resonates with you, but I'm curious about your thoughts on the future of the way that we become better and more optimal as humans through mm-hmm. light and sound and and digital yeah. training and stuff like this. Um, I'm going to come at it from two different angles. One is personal responsibility. As an individual, do I master myself and my environment and make good decisions? I think as people reclaim their personal responsibility, they'll make the choices that are best for them, regardless of kind of the the modality. Uh, Behavioral changes, focus calm, maybe medication is the right decision. Um, So I think from one angle, it comes down to the, the individual. From the other angle, I think it's cultural. If you grew up in an environment, in a fishbowl, where all the other uh, fishes in the fishbowl always said, hey, if you're not feeling good, we have a medicine for that. Your initial response will go, oh, I don't feel good. I need a medicine for that. Because you just don't know, right? The cultural uh, water that you're swimming in is about a certain way. And now what we're seeing, like the work that you're doing, the work that we're doing, the work that a lot of people are doing, is about having new conversations about alternatives. And so people's initial reaction won't be medication tranquilizers at night. Um, It will be, maybe there's a behavioral change I can make. Maybe I can get support from my physician or a a community that I'm a part of or my friends or my family or this other group of individuals doing interesting work 
to explore if there's something I can do for myself. So I think it's both cultural that will shift and get people people's awareness on new modalities or techniques. And it will also be a kind of personal responsibility thing where as people kind of step up and make decisions for themselves, um, they may choose better, more sustainable solutions. Hmm. Yeah, I like that answer. And I agree completely. The problem I see is that the medical system is not set up for that. The 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 sort of allopathic approach to helping people become just better, healthier, well slept, physically fit, lower stress. The current paradigm isn't set up to look to some of these uh, non chemical interventions first, and so uh, I mean, how far ahead are you in this? Is it, you know? I'm sure I'm obviously you're probably surrounded by doctors and clinicians and, and researchers and scientists and stuff kind of all the time having those, those conversations. But it seems to me like there's, there's, I don't see any buy-in from, you know, a general practitioner. Um, maybe you can speak to that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we see success with um, clinicians that are psychotherapists or maybe they are a chiropractor, or maybe they're a, a holistic health physician. So they are you know, a physician, but they take this uh, broader approach. Um, you know, there's, there's a benefit to things being really regimented and well-studied. Uh, there is maybe some uh, tricky business that goes on in those, in those well-researched studies, but kind of putting that aside for a second, there's a lot of value in doing research and um, some of the medicines that we have produced as a, as a civilization. They've done incredible things for lots and lots of people. So like, let's give ourselves a little pat on the back for the great medicines that we've produced so far. Um, but they can't solve everything, right? It would be weird if one type of medicine solved everything. Like, hallelujah. I wish that was true, but it's not. So there does need to be an appreciation. And I think there will be kind of growing appreciation for trying these different things. Within the traditional physician model, it, there has to be strong research. It has to be very well validated. It has to be published by reputable researchers and a reputable publication. And that's a good safeguard. Like we do want that. We don't want our physicians <laughs> recommending things that popped up in, you know, on some website from some unreputable source that didn't really get tested well. We don't want that. So it is a good safeguard. It just means that things do take more proof, more time to develop and show the value. Um, the good news about things like Focus Calm is, first, it's really accessible. So the headband is $199, and then you get um, you can get a, a monthly subscription, a yearly subscription, or a lifetime subscription. So even if you got a lifetime subscription, which is $149, for less than $350, bucks, you have this whole tool for the rest of your life, this, this toolbox where you can learn, strengthen, practice, challenge. Um, so I think part of it has to do with accessibility. And then the other thing is safety. So there are medications that, again, it's good we have these safe, safeguards. There are medical devices where you need those safeguards. Can you imagine a medical device that's like implantable in your heart or something that wasn't well tested? Like, psh, no one's going to use that. No one should use that ever. Uh, with some of these techniques, though, some of these products like Focus Calm, because it's just like a heart rate monitor for your brain, it's passively detecting the, the energy, the electricity that your brain's naturally producing, it's really safe. So if people want to try these things, it's not uh, comparable to these really intricate, risky technologies. So I think to kind of paint the picture, or look at the landscape, it's access to, 
to new technologies, through price, through safety. It's conversations like this, which raise people awareness, raise people's awareness about alternatives. And it's also this personal responsibility getting thrown in there about what do I want to have for my health? What kind of outcomes do I want? And this kind of ties into this awakening of it can be different. I am not destined to be depressed the rest of my life or anxious the rest of my life or sleep poorly the rest of my life. I can do something about it and I can measure those changes. I have a variety of tools at my disposal to make these changes if I want to. So I th- that's kind of the landscape hmm. that I see. Um, that's kind of the landscape that I see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. You know, I, again, kind of going back to what has proven to be the most efficacious and almost always is the, is the triad it's, it's anxiety, depression, and sleep seem to be the three most thing. And, and maybe that's just because we have the terminology for it. Maybe that's just because, um, obviously in my mind, anxiety is worrying about the future. Depression is worrying about the past, uh, taking us out of the present, which bingo right on the nose and then sleep because that's just, you know, we all do it every night. And, and so we can see the effects of some of these things on those three, on those three States, um, that are, that are plaguing people. So, uh, I, I just felt, I felt, to, you know, important to call that out just because I'm interested in this stuff. And I, and I think that, that there's, there's more, right. What else, how, how deep, how deep does this go? Can this get into, you know, um, joy or love? Can this get into, you know, spiritual connection? Can this get into, you know, um, um, you know, deeper states outside of those three, you, you your eyes got big when I said that I uh, tell yeah. me your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, we're so early. This stuff <laughs> is like so early, right? We are able to train people's brains in meaningful ways, get meaningful outcomes, measure this kind of metric of that we call the focus calm score, which is really a reflection of how at ease your mind is. Uh, but soon we will be able to measure these more specified states of mind, which means we'll be able to train them more specifically. And we'll be able to give people more personalized training for these different uh, colors. Like let's, let's imagine your life or your emotional life, your emotions and your beliefs are all these different colors. And right now we have some certain, um, a certain paintbrush with a certain color that we can help you fill in as the tech and it's meaningful and it does make your life more bright and vibrant. Um, and it has all these downstream effects, but as the, as we're able to specify towards things like spiritual development, joy, happiness, um, these other nuanced expressions of being human and be able to measure those things, we'll be able to explore them with, with more accuracy. And now the painting becomes even more beautiful. It becomes even more colorful, more vibrant. So if we kind of just follow the trend line, right, we can train for focus and calm. We can train executive functions pretty specifically. We can help you with things like performance anxiety, with sleep. Um, but as the technology progresses, we're going to have a much more clear matrix of what the human experience is, measuring it, quantifying it, being able to train and explore it and kind of traverse the, the intricacies of what it means to be human and develop these abilities. And, you know, we, our position is, we are at the forefront of giving people the first tool to go in and do that exploration, to do that training, to get those benefits. But the reason why I lit up is because like, when I think about the future, I think about those things that you just said. Yeah. Well, I, I come from, I come from the frame of mind that if you are in true homeostasis, you know, we are, we are, we're born these, these incredibly complex beings, you know, with these 
brains that we know very little about still that when we are in true homeostasis, when our, when our, our blood pressure is good and our you know, cortisol levels are low, you know, in the afternoon, there's all these variables that, that when we become more at peace, when we become more present, when, when we're thinking clearly, when we're, when we're not stressed out, we're well slept that the other stuff comes, the joy comes out of that homeostasis. The love comes out of that homeostasis, that connection to, you know, um, higher levels of meaning and purpose in your life, which have this like strong correlation to, you know, either religious or spiritual experiences. Like I feel really good. And now like, shit, I'm making more money. I feel really good. Uh, I, I like my wife more. I feel really good. Like I painted a mandala because I just felt compelled to. So I, I, I like, I like the idea that, that when your brain is working properly for you and the things that you do, and you're at that homeostasis that, that like your life gets better and all these, you know, surprising and and (laughs) delightful ways, you know? Yeah. That's why it's sometimes hard or difficult to market products like this because you if you just said no no your whole life's gonna get better someone who doesn't um have all the pieces of the puzzle is gonna go okay like thanks i'll pass like mm. great i love your snake oil but um i'm gonna stick to, to what i know but it is true that when you are in these states you're kinder you're more you have more energy and patience and willingness to to deal with the things that come up in life and you still have joy with you while you're dealing with these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so funny that like that you're, you're mentioning that because it is true, right? Things, things do get better. Um, but the way that we like to talk about it, and I think the thing that connects with people is if you talk about the things that they're experiencing that they want to, to train or get better at, I think that's a great way to, to connect with people and start the conversation is, you know, what is going on in your life that you wish was just a little bit different and can I give you a tool and some training that might allow you to explore, expand, and maybe improve that part of your life? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Is this the first of, of its kind? Is there anyone doing doing this quite like this? There's two companies that um, I want to call out. And I'm a, 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 I will always point out people doing good work. Um, there's two other companies. One's called Muse. Uh, the company is called Interaxon, the, pro- the headband is called Muse, and they do a great job with similar technology providing a meditation platform. So as far as I can, I can gather, their positioning is uh, for meditators or people really interested in meditation and wanting this quantification. Uh, our positioning is a brain training platform for people that want different types of outcomes, all the way from elite performers, elite athletes, to uh, a stressed out professional, a lawyer, or... Uh, you know, someone um, who just is dealing with everyday stress that wants to feel a little bit better, a little bit more calm, a little bit more focused. And there's another company called Mendy, uh, which has a, a slightly different technology um, that's measuring blood flow or oxygenation. Um, and they have a, a neurofeedback game that you play in the app that uh, supposedly will help you with similar types of things. Um, but again, our our kind of core thesis is, or one of our core thesis, thesi, thesis, I don't know, theses. is theses. You know, I took Latin for six years. I should probably know that, um, <laughs> is that there's a variety of ways to train your brain. People have personal differences, personal preferences. And by giving people a variety of ways of accessing these states, that's what's going to stick with them. That's what they're going to be most engaged with. 
Um, and it's not just meditation. Like meditation is good. Meditation is great. I meditate every day, but the world is chaotic. So how do I bring those skills into the real world? Mm. And our perspective is you need challenges. You need, you need something like focus calm to challenge your brain to see if you can apply being calm under pressure through these different executive functions, these, these kind of taxing games, um, so that you can practice being calm in, in pressure situations. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, Muse and Mendy, uh, they have slightly different or they have different positionings. Uh, but ours is you know, a complete brain training platform that allows you to explore and train different cognitive abilities. Hmm. Can you tell us a little story of someone who was resistant or skeptical, uh, who had a, an incredible experience with it where their life improved? Um, there's a magical moment when you use focus calm where you hear me say, you can control your brain. You can train, you can change your brain. You can train your brain. You go, okay, that sounds good, Max. When you put the headband on and you open the app and you see your focus calm score and it's, uh, it's goes from zero to 100. So when you put it on, it's probably around 50 because you're just kind of hanging out. And I say, okay, I want you to relax your neck and your shoulders. I want you to relax your chest and your face and take a slow breath. Just that right? five second instruction. As you do that, your brain will change in that moment and you will see your focus calm score go up and a light bulb goes off and you go, holy shit, <laughs> I can change this thing. I have mm. control over it. What else can I do? What else is possible? And then you start doing the training, you start doing the games, you start doing the challenges and you realize that you can have an impact and influence over your brain and your brain responds pretty quickly based on these techniques. And the cool thing is just like any skill, you get better at it. And you can see how in the app, by practicing, doing these games, doing these meditations, you get quicker at entering that high focus calm state. You can stay in it longer. You can go deeper into that state. And we track these metrics for you. And what we see very clearly is people who practice get better. Like, you know, who, who would have guessed? Huh. People who practice get better. Um, so, you know, for most people who are skeptical, they just need that first experience uh, and then they they understand that, okay, I, I get how this works now. Like I can have a change. I can have an effect on my brain. Um, you know, those feelings I feel are represented in my brain activity. And that's that's special when we see that. And, you know, we've seen that across across the board from, you know, professors to kids to children. They tend to be really good at this, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously the professional athletes that we work with, uh, meditators, you know, it's really everyone has a brain, right? Everyone has a brain. <laughs> uh, I'm curious, what's your what's your meditation technique? What what sort of system do you meditate in? Are you a TM guy? Uh, no, um, not a TM guy. Though a uh, big fan of how they have brought a great platform to lots and lots of people. That's important. Um, my meditation practices. Uh, one of them comes from a Taoist tradition that I learned in high school, um, and. I have three main practices. That's one. Another one comes from uh, the Hawaiian spiritual tradition. Um, and I have another one that I practice that's a like introspection insight practice that uses series of questions to get at the heart of what your belief is and tends to bring some sort of realization about yourself or the world. Mm -hmm. um, and so I try to practice each of those, even if I can get a few minutes in for each of those per day, that's, I consider that a win. If mm -hmm. I can just stay consistent, even if it's just for a few minutes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was, I was, I was curious. You know, now, now that you've shared with us that your, you know, that your voice, that you're, you're the one. You're the Andy Puddycomb of Focuscomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious about your your experience and uh, and systems of of meditation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I learned that was actually uh, hypno. Uh, I did. I learned about hypnosis in high school. And so I learned all like, oh, right. You can influence people's brain state or their state of subjective state of being through, you know, how you talk with them. Um, and that's, that's something else that, you know, meditate, there's some similarities between meditation and hypnosis or some meditations and some hypnosis. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see that. Um, one of the, one of the things that comes up for me oftentimes with these, you know, um, tech, these physical devices or, or applications that, uh, that help us improve. Uh, and it's the idea that eventually it's nice to have, and it's there, but you want to be able to develop a, an increased interoception so that you know, oh boy, I'm starting to freak out mentally, or oh boy, I'm starting to get a heart rate increase, and you don't have to look at your whoop strap or your eye watcher or whatever, and develop, you know, same same thing with you know like continuous glucose monitors, right? Like if if you know the thing that you just ate is screwing with you, and you're starting to get a little jumpy, you don't need your CGM to tell you that you're having a glucose spike. So, I guess my question is. Does how does this develop one's own interoception so that people know and can maybe course correct if they don't have the device with them for them to actually apply some of these techniques and and understand themselves and their brain a little bit better? That's a great question. Um, you don't wear the headband all day, right? Just to be clear, you put the headband on, do 15 minutes of training. That's what all of our research is based off. 15 minutes of training, put the headband down, go about your day. And just like how if you lift weights, over time, your muscles get stronger. You're not just stronger in the gym, right? The grocery bags feel lighter. Everything is a bit lighter because your muscles are stronger. Same concept here. As my mental muscle of being calm and focused gets stronger in the gym, when I'm using focus calm, uh, the, the grocery bags of my life will feel lighter too, right? mm -hmm. because I've, I've built those muscles. I've built those skills. So the, the benefits of the practice will, um, will go with you and you will be able to sense better when you're entering uh, that low state of focus calm, where maybe you're a bit riled up and you'll be able to remember what it feels like to be in that high state of focus calm so that you can get yourself back there. Particularly if you remember the practices that you've been learning or the different, uh, training that you've been doing, you'll be able to apply that when you're not using, not using the product. I think that what matters and what's good it, for people, um, across the board, right? We have like expert meditators that are much more advanced than, certainly than I am, uh, but like very advanced meditators. And we have people who have never done this stuff before using the headband every day because they want that measurement. They want that validation and they want to see the impact of their work and they want to learn about themselves and what's working and what's not and refine their technique. When you're practicing a skill, if you are the best basketball player in the world or you're just starting, you're, if you want to get better, you're going to be refining your technique always, forever. It's never going to stop, right? Like golf, you're always trying to refine your technique. And so with a measurement, you can get more data, more information to try to refine that technique. So I think that's why people use it every day is so that they can see it also 
uh, and this is an important thing, when you sit down to meditate, especially at the beginning, if you don't have that sense of what mind, what mind state am I actually in, you can sit down for 20 minutes, open your eyes and say, did that, did that just do anything? Or did I just sit there with my eyes closed? With the headband, you get to quantify it. And what we found is if you can be in that focused calm state for seven minutes a day, hmm. you need to clock seven minutes in that high state. That's what matters. You can practice for longer and, you know, you can practice for longer. But if you can clock seven minutes of being in that high focus calm state, that's what we see correlate with better outcomes as it relates to anxiety, as it relates to burnout, as it relates to well-being. Uh, and so by quantifying it, it allows you to be a bit more efficient with your time as well. Hmm. Hmm. That is going that for me, that qualifies as the part where I clip that little thing there you just said and I put that right in the beginning of the intro so that people can kind of get that seven yeah. minutes. What, what's that What's that based on? What was the research that supported that idea? So we've done a bunch of studies with workplace wellness programs, uh, with teachers. We're doing one with nurses now. Um, we've done some with uh, students. Um, we've done some with just everyday people and with elite athletes. And we've seen some similar trends. Those trends are that first one I mentioned before. As you practice, you get better. You can see improvements in the score and focus calm. The other really interesting thing is it seems like you need to get 20 sessions under your belt to get statistically significant improvements. So when you compare the people who use focus calm for 20 sessions or more to the people who use it for less than 20 sessions, there's a statistically significant difference in outcomes related to anxiety, burnout, and well-being. So we saw these differences um, in 20 sessions. So we always recommend people try to get 20 sessions in. Each session is 15 minutes long. And we have programs in the app that are a series of exercises dedicated towards performance, anxiety, sleep, relaxation after work, waking up with a positive mindset. You know, these programs are about 15 minutes long. So if all you did was one program a day, you'd see these benefits. And then when we dug into that data, okay, people who complete 20 sessions or more, those are the people who see benefits. This makes sense. They're learning a new skill. If I practice basketball once, I might not improve. If I do 20 practice sessions, I'll probably going to improve way more than people who practice less. So we knew that they were improving. And then we looked at people in this group and we saw how much time they were actually spending in this high focus calm state. And what we saw was the people who were seeing more benefit were getting seven minutes a day. And this was really interesting to us because it reminded us of a study that came out of the University of Miami. Uh, Professor, Professor Amishi Jaw was doing a study and what she found was people who practice mindfulness meditation at least 12 minutes per day, those were the ones who were seeing benefit. People who practice less than 12 minutes a day didn't see as much benefit as the ones who were practicing 12 minutes or more. And what I thought was really cool was we were able to show 12 minutes of practice is good, uh, obviously, from this study. We don't know the quality of that practice. If you could know the quality of that practice, what we have seen is it's really seven minutes of quality practice, of being in that state, that will drive these types of outcomes. So the, the value proposition is if you can measure the quality of the state, of this brain state, you mm. can be more efficient with your time to get the outcomes you're looking for. Mm. And what was the qualitative or quantitative measurement of that seven minutes? Was it like, yeah, I feel better? Or was it like, no, yeah, I, I was at a 
you know, an average of 85 for seven minutes. Right. Um, so two or a few data points that are really interesting with your focus comm score, zero to 100, 100 is really high, very, very relaxed. Zero is not. 65 or above is the high focus comm zone. So seven minutes and a score of 65 or above. And the benefits that we saw in these studies um, were things like a 13% reduction in anxiety. And we use the state trait anxiety inventory. It's one of the most popular scientific measures of anxiety. Um, 18% uh, reduction in burnout. We use the Copenhagen burnout inventory. Again, really popular uh, measurement of burnout. And 21% increase in well-being according to the World Health Organization well-being index. Again, really well-validated stuff. So we're, we're doing these scientific studies. We're using these questionnaires before and after training mm. or week, weeks of training to see what's kind of the, what is the quantified impact of these, um, let alone, you know, what people are telling us through their experiences. Mm. That's so cool. I don't know if you're a fan of, or, you know, follow flow states, uh, flow research, Stephen Kotler at the flow research collective or Jamie will at the flow genome project. But, you know, I'm fascinated by it. I went through, went through their, their training and, um, you know, there's these flow triggers that, that put you into state. And obviously they're working with you know, snowboarders and all sorts of fascinating extreme sports, you know, kind of folks. And there's these, there's these triggers for flow. It's like chemically, what do you have in your body? Novelty, um, you know, physical posture, movement, these sorts of things, music, these sorts of things that can, can, can quickly bring you into your, into your own personalized, like flow state, uh, with, through these triggers. And, and, and so I'm curious about, um, how this might, uh, expedite or potentiate someone to mm -hmm. become into a flow, in, into a flow. And, and again, it's yeah. obvious with athletes, but how does, how does this, can this yeah. shorten the distance? Like, Tell me, tell me your thoughts there. Totally. This is such a great topic. I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, so a few things. One is for just a quick con uh, conception of flow state. It's that sweet spot where you lose your sense of self and self-consciousness. You have an innate sense of what to do next, where to move, where to pass the ball, where to go. And you feel very confident and good and fulfilled, like you're doing the right thing. And it's very emotionally positive. Um, I think a lot of people do experience this in sports. It's this window because it's a state where you're not so overly uh, excited or nervous that you feel overwhelmed. And it's not so simple or boring where you feel disengaged with the task. It's the sweet spot where you're in the edge of your competency and it requires your full senses to perform the task, the task in front of you without being bored and without being overwhelmed. And what we can do in our training is help people learn to modulate their arousal level so they can stay in that window, especially mm. when it comes to the train, the challenges that we give people where it's difficult to complete the task, but they have to remain calm at the same time. It's combining these two things so that you can access that state where you're performing your best but you're still calm and focused on the inside. Mm. And we've given you the skills to modulate your brain so that you can find that window more easily. Mm -hmm. Today's episode is brought to you by Bio. 
Pro Plus. I love this stuff. It has made a major change in my life, in my metabolism, in my mood, in my ability to put on lean muscle mass and feel as powerful as I want to feel. BioPro Plus is the faster, easier, and safer non-synthetic alternative to painful, expensive, and invasive anti-aging and hormone treatments. Before you do TRT, before you start taking a bunch of herbs that may not make you feel the way that you want to feel, you should try this. You can go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. You know, you know that a sponsor is a hit when people who have purchased it reach out to me and say, holy cow, Sean, I tried this and it's amazing. It's blowing my mind. It makes me better at everything that I do. I love having sponsors like this that really make a difference in people's lives. And this product is, it's absolutely incredible. It's growth factors and amino acids that will help you improve your hormones, become better at everything that you want to do. So go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. Yeah, that, that, uh, I'm, I'm reminded of, you know, I'm from Seattle and Russell Wilson used to come into my float centers really, really frequently. And he's worked really closely with, with really high level, um, uh, sports psychologists. And he talks about this neutral state, you know, can you be neutral? You know, you, you you throw an interception. Can you get back to neutral quickly? You throw a touchdown. Can you get back to neutral quickly? And to me, that's just that's 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 back in back into flow state. And and what it sounds when you're talking about, you know, this this quick and rapid um, entrance back into that that state of consciousness, that state of focus, where your your antenna are up and they're 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 primed but your heart rate isn't up and you're just like you said you're making better decisions it's almost like the universe is like you know you've got a tailwind of the universe supporting you and this in in how you live your life i mean that's that i it it, it click it clicks for me you know how can yeah. you how can you hack that and yeah and, yeah i don't know i just felt compelled to share I love that. I love the way you said that. Yeah. The tailwind is, is at your back. Like, you know, yeah, you can feel what to do next and the forward progression feels correct. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the, the float centers. So I know that you, you were, uh, you were running some of those before. Um, and I think those are, right. That's another example of a toolbox of a tool in a toolbox where you can learn to access these states when you do something like a float. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't suppose you have a uh, a device that's fortified enough to withstand a uh, thousand pounds of Epsom salt water, but you know I, we'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, and you can just wrap it in a Ziploc bag. Maybe it works. <laughs> maybe it works that way. I, I've always been fascinated on the of the in the combination of you know float sessions and VR float sessions and and brain training. You know, even you know recorded uh, recorded tracks. You know. Um, you know, there's language acquisition is expedited in a float tank. They did some studies on that and, you know, increased, you know, depth of meditation, um, just cause you're so suggestible cause there's just no stimuli, you know, almost, almost none floating there in the nothingness. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think the potential is there to do, to do some really cool stuff. Um, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned kids, uh, and and near and dear to my heart with a nine and six year old. You know, um, congratulations. Thank you very much. Do you have any kids? Uh, one. Uh, he is nine months old. 
Mm, nice. Has, has yeah. he has he taken a run on the uh, on the focus call yet? <laughs> I think the uh, we need a smaller device to fit Cooper. <laughs> I, I'm curious about I'm curious about the application for children. You know what what a is it safe? B when have you done it? How have you done it? And C what what did you learn? Yeah. So same safety um, uh, guidelines apply for children too, just like a heart rate monitor for your brain. So nothing's going into your brain, right? That's one of the that's one of the things to point out. Nothing's actually going into your brain, just measuring what's coming out. Um, and the the FDA classifies devices like this into what they call general wellness devices, and they say don't come to us. We know these things are safe, right? They're passive EEG products that are battery powered. We know they're safe, so they're categorically safe technologies to use. Um, we've done a lot of different studies in education environments. Um, with students with learning difficulties, uh, with students particularly with attention issues. So a lot of students that were, or children that uh, had ADD or ADHD diagnoses, um, and even some research that's going on uh, with children with autism and using neurofeedback and focus calm or focus calm-like technologies to help them. And the cool thing is they get it so quickly. Like they see the rocket mm. ship and it starts to go down and they go, oh, okay. Boop, and they just like change their mindset and it goes back up. They don't get caught in that adult self-conscious loop where you're like, oh shit, oh shit, the rocket ship's going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? Oh no. Uh, they just like, it goes down. They go, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to use that breathing technique. I just learned. Boop. And it goes back up. So they're really good at this. And we've seen um, uh, statistically significant improvements in uh, attention related issues and also emo the emotional related issues that a lot of children have. A lot of children with attention issues, um, often it comes with different anxiety uh, features or, or other types of emotional features. And we saw uh, significant reductions in those two, which I thought was really meaningful. Um, the coolest thing that I've seen recently was we were in a school and we were demoing this technology. And there was a, a young, young boy, I think this was third grade. Uh, he was fidgeting the entire time I'm talking to the class, which of course is fine. Like, you know, it's his prerogative to, to keep himself busy. And um, I was like, I want him to use this when it comes time <laughs> for the kids to, to use the products. I want to see him use this. Puts it on, has some trouble uh, controlling the rocket ship, making it fly. And I go, well, why don't you use, uh, why don't you just close your eyes and take some breaths and see what happens. And, you know, I'm a stranger, but he listens to me for whatever reason, closes his eyes starts breathing, the rocket ship immediately starts going up. And the I go to the teacher, I go, hey, this is pretty cool, right? And he just looks like, his face goes white. I'm like, oh crap, what did I do? Afterwards, he goes, Max, you don't know what that just meant. There is not a reality where that kid would sit with his eyes closed while in a room full of people of loud kids and be calm. He's like, that just doesn't happen for mm -hmm. him. And after he was finished with his rocket ship game, I said, hey, you did a really good job. What did you do? He said, well, I closed my eyes and I started listening to what was around me. And I started using the technique that my teacher taught me, which was noting, ah, I can hear my teacher's voice. I can hear the students running around. And he's like, and it really worked. And I saw my score go up and I knew I was doing it right. Whoops, high five, buddy. Like, heck yeah, right? Giving that kid a way to practice this technique that's a video game yeah that's quantified that's gamified that he can make a rocket ship fly or make a campfire make the campfire bigger and melt marshmallows or fly a rocket ship or a race car 
powered by his ability to enter the state of relaxation and calm, mm. like boom, heck yeah. Um, wow. So the student, the kids, the kids get it. The kids get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, employing just some conscious awareness, <laughs> you know, in addition to making the rocket ship group grow, you know, go higher. Super cool, man. Again, like, and I, and maybe it's just, I've got a hard edge and a chip on my shoulder with, you know, mainstream medicine. I'm just, I'm just uh, super, super skeptical, you know, that kid, that kid, if that kid's not on AD, ADD medication or ADHD medication, I'd be surprised. You know, he probably, he probably is. Um, and if maybe he could have had access to this beforehand, he could have, you know, developed the skills associated with focus and presence and awareness and being able to, to control his brain or to at least control his mind and his attention so that he can just be more at ease, you know, like, yeah, just it's it's super inspiring to me again with with a you know fourth grader and a first grader going back to school here shortly and, and you know I I see some wild kids man I see some kids and I was too you know my 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 folks were smart enough to teach me TM at at twelve as opposed to put me on Ritalin wow. and you know I it, I benefited from immensely I mean I'm, I'm still a strange person but you know uh, mentally <laughs> I'm in a better place. <laughs> Um, th this is, this is so cool where my mind goes, you know, with the application of this because of the work that I do, uh, outside of the podcast as a coach, as a personal coach and performance coach is to do coaching sessions, um, after, after this, or, or even before doing a focus calm session, because people are um, more aware, more present, you know, when you're, when I'm, when I'm in a, in a coaching session with someone and they want, they've told, they're paying me to help them change their lives. And there's a thousand reasons why it's, that's hard when, when you can have a little bit more perspective, learn a few techniques and practice those on the path to making changes in your life that you want to make, you want to be a better husband you want to, you know, you want to improve in all these different areas of your life. You just, you, your brain is all over the place and that's makes it really tough to do. And that's where all of us are, especially over the last three years. It's like, man, it's, it's hard to make a grilled cheese sandwich, you know, as opposed, you know, as opposed to just, you know, getting into deep states of calm. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by the potential for yeah. people to make, make changes that are in alignment with the life that they want, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell all the coaches out there, if you want to assign your uh, clients practice sessions that you and they have identified would be helpful, we have a way for you to do that and track their progress over time. So you can see them completing the sessions that you've assigned them in Focus Calm from the coach's website, and you can track their progress over time and see how they're improving. You can manage multiple clients privately mm -hmm. through this portal. It was one of the earliest pieces of feedback we got when we brought this to different coaches. They're like, this is great. But I need a way to assign. I need a way to track. I need a way to manage. And we're like, gotcha. And mm. so we've, uh, we have a team portal that allows, allows coaches to do just that. Radical. Oh, that's cool. Super cool. You know, there's, there's other, there's other products, uh, in the suite, which are, which are, are super interesting to me. Um, you know, the brain rope brain robotics, 
uh, maybe, you know, the, the, the sort of the STEM stuff, what else, what else are you cooking up over there? What else are you working on that, that has other, that has, has other, you know, complementary uh, yeah. applications? Um, can't divulge all the, the roadmap yet, um, but I can give some, some direction. So because your brain is involved in all of these processes, uh, there's a lot of potential for giving people tools, techniques, technology to revitalize their entire self, their entire body, their brain. And so there's things we're working on that will make this more seamless, more personalized, easier to use, faster results, more integrated into your life. Um, my cell phone supports me. Uh, it also distracts me. Can we develop technology that's purely about supporting people living better lives? That's kind of one theme that we're moving down. The other thing that we're moving down is looking into what's going on in people's brains that have, say, neurodegenerative diseases. And are there technologies that we can develop beyond something like Focus Calm that's a bit more clinical facing that can provide relief for them and their families? So I think if I zoom out, right? So BrainCo is a brain-computer interface company. We develop medical devices. We develop educational solutions that teach students about this. We develop techniques and, and products like Focus Calm that you can use right now um, to, to improve your, your mental wellness. The thread, though, is what else is possible with BCI technology and what is the biggest impact we can have? We, we have some incredible people on the team, like some of the best, I'll say the, some of the best neuroscientists in the world who are working on new technologies um, that we will likely be able to talk about next year that if we are right, it will 100% change the world. It mm. will 100% change the world if we're correct about these new things that we're working on. So um, mm. I'm being super vague and like, hand Dang. Lady, what a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, what what else? What haven't I asked that that you think is really worth sharing before we take this uh, take this conversation home? What what is there anything that I I should have asked that I didn't, or anything that you feel really compelled to share with the, the listeners? No, only that you know. Um, if people are interested in this, you know, get a focus com. Go to www.focuscom.com uh, and get a focus com. If you're really interested in in mastering this this type of content, this type of expertise. We also have uh, a learning course for people to do, um, particularly coaches that want to be certified in, in, in applying neuroscience and focus calm to their coaching practice, their coaching business. Uh, we have that available as well. So just know that we're here to support uh, people who want to use this for themselves. We're here to support people who want to use this with their clients. Um, we're here to support people who want to do research, uh, who have new ideas. You know, we we are about pushing the boundary of, of what's possible with BCI technology, and we welcome uh, people's partnerships and, and their ideas and uh, for people to use this and come up with, with we've had people who use Focuscom who then give us amazing ideas like, well, what if this could integrate with music? Like we've seen people's brains change when they listen to certain music versus other music. And, you know, what, what happens when you have certain interpersonal uh, interactions like getting a hug from a loved one. What happens to your brain when that happens? Like there's all these incredible ideas that pop out of people using this technology and them sharing it with us that I think will 
push this kind of whole thing forward, mm. um, push this whole this whole thing forward that we're trying to achieve. So I welcome people into our space, our community, um, to to interact and and try the technology for themselves. And at that price point, it's a pretty low barrier, you know, to have something that 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 could really quickly change your life after twenty sessions. Um, to, to that, I mean, I'm I'm sure it was a lot of R and D to get down to that to that number, but well, that's that seems like a pretty accessible uh, way for people to to really make some cool changes. Um, excellent. So where, where would you have people go? Where, where should, where should we send them on the internet? Yeah. We'll keep it really simple. Go to focuscom.com, F O C U S C A L M.com, um, focuscom.com. You can learn more about the science and technology. You can see some of the professional athletes that use the product on our website. Um, you can read about other people's experiences with the product. Uh, and you can also get yours for $199 and we'll set up a, a coupon code for your listeners too. Uh, so they can get a discount and try it even easier. Cool. Well, uh, I'll have told everybody about that, but before then I'll have that in the very beginning of this, this, so you guys already know what the code is. It's always OPP. Um, but, uh, you guys will know that by now. Excellent. So the last, the last question is a fill in the blank question and, uh, it's, it's can be based on anything that, you know, you know, you're obviously into some super interesting stuff. So, uh, it doesn't have to be specific to brain training at all, um, or prosthetics or whatever. This can kind of be whatever, however you want to take it. And you can elaborate as much or as little as you wish, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing that you can change your brain. People think that they are stuck with who they are. And it's correct if they believe that because they're going to stop themselves from doing the other thing, which is exploring what else is possible for them. And if they decide to do that, they will find out a lot about the world and themselves and what's possible. And it can be a little scary, but there are people here to support you on that path. And as you do it, your life will get better. Mm -hmm. Well said. Max, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you so much, Sean.